Welcome to So ATL's Don't Sleep on the Southside show. I'm your host, Artie Jones III. Each week, we're going to shine the spotlight on the Southside's rich culture and colorful history, which has a global effect on faith, economy, politics, and technology. Don't Sleep on the Southside will introduce you to the talented individuals, visionary leaders, innovative entrepreneurs, and game changers that make a Southside strong. Joining us today is Mr. Gerald McDowell, who is the Executive Director of the ATL Airport Community Improvement Districts. Gerald is a graduate of DeVry University with a degree in Computer Information Systems. He spent 18 years in the IT industry, where he managed over 75 projects and 120 employees in more than 40 states and 12 countries. There's so many more recognitions I could offer for Gerald, but we only have 30 minutes for this podcast, so I can't mention them all. He's a game changer here on ATL Southside, and the Southside Network is bringing him to you. I'd like to welcome Gerald McDowell to the Southside Show. How you doing, Gerald? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me here today. All right. Great, great. Well, you know, um, how have things been going lately, you know, given that, you know, COVID and people are sheltering in place in some places? Uh, is, is the off office open? Are you working from home? As a staff, we are working remotely, um, but we have been just as busy as ever. Okay. And um, where's your office located? Our office is located here in, in, in East Point. Um, so the local office is in East Point, but our district covers six different cities. Okay, and what are those cities? Uh, it covers uh, Forest Park over in Clayton County, um, as well as Haightville, um, College Park, your home base, mm -hmm. uh, the, the new city of um, South Fulton, um, as well as at the city of Atlanta. So in addition to East Point, we have those additional five cities uh, in our districts. Okay. Now, for our guests that might not know what a CID is, a community improvement district, please explain to us what a CID is and then also talk to us about how it's funded. Back in the mid-80s, there was legislation passed to allow for the creation of community improvement districts. And it, it empowers uh, private property owners, those who own uh, commercial property, uh, industrial property, as well as office, it allows them to form this community improvement district and, and they all volunteer to pay additional property taxes. So annually, as the tax commissioner is, is uh, sending out tax bills, uh, part of that tax bill includes the millage for community improvement districts. Okay, so for the viewers once again, what type of things or what, what areas can the, the CIDs use within the communities that they serve. I understand that they can pay for some infrastructure? That's correct. Okay. Uh, most of our projects fall in the realm of infrastructure, uh, but according to this Georgia statue mm -hmm. that was, that was uh, created back in the 80s, there are restrictions with what we can do with the funds. And so most of the projects fall in the area of infrastructure, such, such as uh, road projects or si uh, sidewalk projects. Those road projects and sidewalks are improvements uh, that we can we can make. We conduct studies to determine, for example, uh, the, what type of improvements might need to be made on a particular corridor. Uh, we, we can use those funds 
uh, for public safety. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we can use those funds for streetscaping and landscaping type projects. Um, and then one of our new areas of focus is transportation. So we can use our funds to advance initiatives in that realm as well. Okay. Wow, that's, that's, that's impressive. So that's kind of the, provides us a segue into um, the next uh, question that I have for you. Um, so could you talk to us about transit and transportation initiatives that the CID is working on and one of those things to be microtransit? Absolutely. Let me, let me uh, give you some context. So back in 2015 and 2016, uh, we, we had a number of meetings and conversations with the Atlanta Regional Commission. Uh, with the Georgia Department of Transportation, with MARTA, and with our cities and the counties. And we, we learned about the challenges that South Metro was experiencing when it came to new transit and transportation services. And so one of the first um, projects that was identified is what's called microtransit. And so microtransit is a, is a um, model, is a service that it has been implemented in communities throughout the U.S. Where, where it kind of works like an on-demand service, where you can schedule uh, a pickup within that mobility district. Okay. Another ex example was uh, autonomous shuttles, mm -hmm. um, but personal rapid, uh, rapid transit is a, is a pod car system where you have a, a, an autonomous uh, vehicle that could carry anywhere from two to four to six different people, uh, and it works um, similar to a, um, a rail system system, but the difference being it, it's more efficient in that in, of all the stations in the, its network, when you get into a pod car, it will take you directly to your station without stopping at the ones in between. That's great. Um, and then talk to us a little bit about uh, the freight cluster study um, project that you guys were involved with. The Atlanta Regional Commission uh, has a grant program where they are awarding communities funds to conduct a study to, uh, to evaluate and, and look at current conditions of uh, log logistical operations in terms of the movement of freight uh, and the, and the, the, remove, the uh, movement of goods. And so we were fortunate to be one of those communities and one of those organizations to receive that a grant from the Atlanta Regional Commission. Uh, we, we hired a, a firm who who worked with us over, over the course of, of, of a year. We, we completed a freight cluster study. We have those recommendations from that study. Uh, we, we have over 30 different projects that were identified and, and which are total of several million dollars, which is beyond our budget. So we're, we'll, we'll be working with the Georgia Department of Transportation and with local and state government to, uh, to find opportunities to, to execute some of those uh, projects that were identified. Well, Gerald, one final question, I promise this time. What is in the future for the CID? What projects are coming up in the near future that you want us to, I guess, keep a lookout for? Our overarching focus and goal and theme that we use as a guiding uh, blueprint is creating the 21st century infrastructure for the South Side. And we, we, want to, we know that if we have the appropriate infrastructure in place, that growth and development is going to occur. And when it does occur, we won't recreate the bottlenecks that we have in other parts of the region, but we'll have a very efficient Southside community. And so just continue to follow us and, and, and as we explore 
and investigate these, these initiatives and how they can be implemented locally uh, in our uh, community improvement districts. All right. Well, thank you, Gerald. Um, you talked earlier about, I guess, the PRT, if people wanted to find out more about the PRT. But if somebody wants to get more information on the CIDs, how would they be able to contact you and how would they be able to get that information? Uh, you can you can start by going to our website, okay. which is the, the initials for our organizations is aacids.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page, we have a, a Twitter page, we have LinkedIn, uh, so you can sign up uh, and you can follow us on the, on those social me, uh, media sites. You go, you can also go to our website and there's an opportunity for you to to put it put in put your email into. Uh, uh, and subscribe to our newsletter that comes out, and then okay. and then you can get uh, newsletters from us. We have I have a tremendous staff already. If I can just put a plug in, mm -hmm. this this is, is is an exceptional team. Um, I have uh, Crystal Harris, um, who serves as my program director, uh, and I frequently refer to her, her as my go-to person. She's the number two. Uh, we we have a uh, uh, public safety director, uh, and Crystal is assisted by a, a project manager. Uh, we also have a director of, of communications um, and marketing, and then our office is managed by an executive admin. So I have a tremendous team, and this, this team has done a lot of great things during this pandemic. And you would think um, that working remotely might be the model of the future with the, with the way that they have been executing and what they've been doing. Um, but we are looking forward to an exciting uh, future uh, for, for the South Side, and I consider it an honor to be part of the team that is providing leadership for the South Side. And thank you for the opportunity to come and talk to you today. All right. Well, thank you, Gerald. And um, yes, you do have your, your staff is very professional. Thank you for all that you do for our region, especially the South Side. And um, we look forward to uh, working with you in the future. And um, it's a wrap, folks. My time is up. I'm Artie Jones, your host, and remember that you heard it here on the Southside Network. Remember, don't sleep on the Southside.